Today's episode is sponsored by the Australian Ministry of the Interior. What do you do when a dingo eats your baby? Step one, cry out, a dingo ate my baby! Step two, if still around, kill the dingo. Step three, if available, take revenge and kill the dingo's babies. Step four, cry out again, a dingo ate my baby! Step five, drink a beer. Christina Parker. And I'm Jim Brogan. And this is Exus Nexus. A podcast where a pair of exes talk about pop culture, geeky stuff, each other. We're going to have cocktails served by the captain. We are going to have cocktails served by the captain. Captain, can you tell us what we're drinking today? Hello! <laughs> Every time. Hello. That's the way yes, it starts, Yes, we have some uh, delicious cocktails uh, served up for you folks. Let's start with Christina's cocktail. Ladies first. Hang on a second here. It's in a pint glass and looks like a beer. It, it does it, look like a beer. Yes. You are drinking what is called the Troublemaker. <gasps> it sounds like it was made for me. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Did was you make this drink this, up? No. It's on the internet. It is an actual drink. This is made for you. It's unbelievable. I'm so excited. Uh, not only because of its namesake, but... Um, it has two ounces of bourbon, mm. two ounces of pickle brine, mm. topped with a bottle of strong wheat beer. Ooh, wow. this is made for me. I love all those uh, things. You're kidding me. So the Troublemaker mm. has pickle juice in it. Pickle too. juice, yes, and so, bourbon. So let me say that both Wally, I mean both Wally and Christina, like love picklebacks, which is pickle juice and, and a Jameson. shot of Jameson. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, and Christina's always been a fan of pickles. Um, ever since I was a little kid, I have a very vivid memory of going for a picnic, quote unquote, as a like seven or eight year old, maybe younger, six year old in my backyard. And I packed up a little picnic basket with all the stuff. And I made sure that I used a tiny little Tupperware container with a lid and I poured pickle juice in it because that was going to be my little fake adult drink on my picnic. And now it's your real adult drink. I know. <laughs> and speaking of which, there's a filthy bag of pickle. On, on our table right now. It's yeah. It's a giant, giant fucking pickle in a bag. It's serendipitous. I don't know why. It's here. It's because all lining up, man. It's, it's weird. It's like... We're, this This goes along with our segment about Christina putting it in her mouth. I'm putting this in my mouth. Oh, disgusting. So what, what we're yeah. looking at here, it's one of those... Um, one of those pickles it in a like. it's like one of those a convenience store yeah, pickle in pickle, a bag. Pickle in a pouch. It's one of those pickles Hardy in a pouch. Hardy dill flavor. Hardy dill flavor. It, hey, they ser- they proudly support. They should do that with pickled eggs in a pouch. It's so disgusting. Don't looking. they do that? Uh, I don't yeah, think so because so. it's too vile. They really? have them in a jar. The pickled pickled eggs. Oh. Anyway, so let me get to Jimmy Brogan's drink. Mm. Jim, you are drinking a colonial cocktail. Colonial cocktail. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, it's two ounces of gin, an ounce of grapefruit juice, and a half ounce of maraschino liqueur. Shake the ingredients into a shaker and you strain them. Oh, gin makes a man mean. Oh, I want to taste it. <laughs> you could throw, yeah. We could throw it out on the rocks, maybe. You could throw it on the rocks. <laughs> I would like my drink on the rocks. I think it would be better cold, cold. Yeah, they're both foul. <laughs> you know what, Jim? Yours tastes like a dum dum lollipop if it was mostly alcohol. <laughs> uh, 
It does. It reminds me. Of- it's damn near like they want it in a martini glass. So it's basically a martini. It's all booze. Okay. Yeah, it is basically a martini. Oh, except, I can except see for why the grapefruit. The gl- glass is only a third full mm. at this point. Yeah, I think I want some ice on my pickle juice, please, if you don't mind, just a little bit. <clears throat> Jimmy, would you like? Uh, ice? No, I don't care. He's done with his cocktail. For my colonial, what the hell is it called? Colonial. <laughs> colonial, uh, meaning of the colonies. Yes, thank thank you for that. <laughs> I was re-listening to an episode this week, and I used some word correctly. Seminal. I used, and I I heard it, and I'm like, oh god, did I use that right? I had to look it up. I did. I totally used it right. <laughs> you did use it. right. I did. Okay. I did. Because sometimes you doubt yourself, right? You're like, I just used some word. That I think I know the meaning of, but I may I may not have, so I just had to make sure. <laughs> I hear a lot of people like use use words that uh, don't know like, how. Like, yeah, <laughs> and they think they're being like intellectual yeah. because they're, uh, you know, like that doofus on The Bachelor. Oh my god, the, the Bachelor in Paradise. Jordan. Oh my god, that guy. Yeah, the professionality. Professionality. <laughs> you know what though? Here's the thing that 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 almost could be a word like it, you know they could all almost be a word like but they're not they're getting close but the fact that they don't get it it makes it like you're just a doofus you don't even yes. care enough to know what the real word is and you think you know anyway and you're using it wrong you're using so it so go wrong. fuck yourself <laughs> according to thor though every word was made up so. well it's true right. every word is made up we've all according just... to thor but we've all agreed yeah. on certain words, right. and these words aren't words. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> the barback likes to do impressions. <laughs> he does a pretty mean. Um, Thor. That was a pretty yeah. good. Thor. <laughs> um, now, who's the guy? The British guy. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's looking at you weird. I know. Old British guy. Patrick Stewart. Mm-mm. Oh, Scottish. He's Scottish. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Oh, Sean Connery. <laughs> but don't ask him to because he just put ice in his mouth. Um, so, irritainment. Hey. What you got? Jimmy Brogan. Irritainment. Um, well. Oh, hey, I'm going to ask you this because okay. you're a huge Madonna fan. What do you think of that whole, like, bat speech about Aretha Franklin that she gave where she just talked about herself the Why whole time? Why are we surprised was my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> what, That's a good answer. What the, what the was the big deal oh madonna got on stage and affected an accent that isn't hers and talked about herself in regards to someone else's death in madonna's defense she did say that mtv came up to her at the last minute where it said hey can you say some words about aretha franklin she had no intention of doing that until they came up to her and like hey by the way can you and that's true and if you think about when you're giving a tribute to someone it's how they've affected your life personally so she was she was being as honest as she could be because that's her experience. She can't speak for everybody else. Aretha did those things for her. So I, I don't know what the big fucking deal was. I think the big fucking oh, deal was. If she whipped her tits I was, out, I would have been like, oh, man. <laughs> yes. I, was, I was waiting for her to uh, rip that rubber mask on her face before I realized that it was actually her face. It's rough. You agree. Oh, Palm Beach it's puff, face. Puffy. Palm Beach face. Yeah. That's what I call that. Puffy. Where they get the Lay fillers. Off. To stretch out the wrinkles, and then they just look like a horror mask. It's straight up Escape from L.A., uh, yeah, Bruce yeah, Campbell, totally. 
And when we saw when I saw that movie the first time, I'm like, oh my god, that's really the future. And guess what? Lo and behold, it is the future. Cutting off other people's faces because their faces are sinking. Don't you miss MTV though? No. No, come on. Like the actual idea of the music videos and music I'm... culture. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I do. Actually, I guess I've never really thought about it because I never really even go out of my way to watch music videos anymore. I just don't. But we grew up on that. I mean, that was all no, we it watched. Sh- it shaped. We, before Everything. we were called Generation X, we were called the MTV <clears throat> Generation because we literally grew up with that. And think of how much music we've been influenced by. Even even if it was like shit that when you were a kid, you're like, I hate this stuff and you love it now. And I feel like that gave, that was more of a sense of like almost glamour to our musicians. Like it made people rock stars or pop stars because we were watching them. We wanted to see them on our screens constantly. And I mean, I guess the kids do that today also. But the videos, it's not about it being a video channel. It's not like that's the thing you go do. There's so much stuff to consume that that was just such a... I don't know. It made you have to be the best you or the thing that you wanted to be. Like, look at me. I'm a rock star. And now people don't give a well, shit. I, mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it totally revolutionized the way the way music was sold because, I mean, obviously everyone had to be beautiful if you're going to, if you're going to, um, you know, make a video. That's kind of my point. And, well, you know, I mean, that's kind of the ugly side of it. But the other side of it is, is that, like, if you go on YouTube, you can watch any video you yeah. want. But I, I liked not having the choice because then it was like, you know, I mean, obviously they'd have like Headbangers Ball, so I knew that I could watch all the heavy metal videos I wanted to watch. I would but just like, tape it. I would tape it on the VCR and then fast forward. I bet you wish shit. you still had the, those tapes. I do have one. Do um, you really? Yeah, I do. I have I have a dial MTV from 1990 or 1991 on VHS. I don't know. Do if you it, have a VHS player? Still? Two. <laughs> I forgot two. who you live with. Captain. <laughs> In case one breaks. <laughs> I will say this though, because this is a thing, because Kelly and I miss MTV all the time. If you do go on YouTube and like we'll put in something like we put in the police, right? So we'll like it'll show like two or three police videos in a row, and then it just kind of goes into its own direction, and then it's like we're watching MTV because mm-hmm. there's some yeah. there's some thirty second commercials, yeah. but then it's gonna go play Hall and Oates, and it's gonna play Huey Lewis in the news, yeah. and it's gonna play. Just my, some random videos. My from, coworker from, from Jeff does hour. that. I'll walk in his office. Howard Jones. I'll walk in Jeff's office and he'll have some YouTube channel on. And it's usually 80s music. It's fun. We have a good time. We dance it out. Um, oh, hey, you know what I wanted to bring up? We drank a hand grenade in the first episode. I don't think you... I don't think we did what we were supposed to with that. I don't think the hand grenade is what we think it is. Throw it at our enemies? <laughs> uh, it's a famous New Orleans drink that was invented in the 80s. Um, and I'm the, sure. I'm sure there's different ways to make it, and the version that I had, uh, I made to the T. So, uh, well, I mean, so I looked it up, and they have at the bar where it was invented. If you can come and prove to them someone's violating their trademark of this drink, they will. Re- they'll give you a, a, a reward. There's reward money. We're gonna go and get a free. No, drink. I think there's like a hundred <laughs> bucks or something involved, or two hundred. I'm selling bucks. out the maker of this book. Because um, they like if you make it, you can't call it the hand grenade. You have to call it something else. So in the story oh, I read shit. about it, in the story I read about it, it was like um, in this uh, in this uh, article, we're using something called like Donnie's blow up device or something, right? Like they just called it something else. 
And Donnie's blow up device. Whatever. <laughs> Wait, Did you, you think, just you make think, that up? Yeah, you think I was like an improviser? Who's Donnie? I don't know. I just made Donnie it up. Wood from New Kids on the Block. That's exactly who was in my mind. <laughs> no, turned, actually, it was Donnie Wahlberg. No, it was Donnie Wahlberg who was in my mind because I never uh, liked the New Kids. <laughs> but was Donnie Wahlberg in the New Kids? Yeah. Oh, he was the one that I liked then. He was rough and tumble, just like his brother. Oh, Arr. was Donnie Wahlberg and Donnie, uh, and Donnie Wood, right? Uh, Am I right? Why are you uh, even? Uh, the, uh, uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> no, we have to pay the new No, we don't. <laughs> that was so off. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They'd be like, "That's no, not our song." Yeah, even they'd parody. Say it. We're, this is parody, <laughs> satire. <Yeah. laughs> we're hanging stuff. <laughs> That's what we sing at Christmas. No, we're hanging rough. <laughs> I like hanging stuff. Yeah, we do that when we trim the tree. We're hanging stuff. Uh, I just turned right to the hand grenade, by the way. And there it is. And there's no credit to the New Orleans anything. And it's, apparently it's like there's secret ingredients. Like no one really knows what's in the recipe. It's kind of it awesome. Yeah, it was really interesting. I think camel piss was one of the ingredients. And it um, was invented in some bar that's still there. You can go to that place and have the actual drink. And it, I didn't really read the ingredients. I can't remember. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see Skyscraper? We no. talked about that, too. You were like, I can't wait for that no, movie. No, I said... I'm going to see it. <laughs> and now, like, five weeks later, no, I, I no, remember that I movie. I had no intention of going to see it, but I'll see it once it comes out, like, on streaming or, or, or whatever, Redbox. Is that the Rock movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the Rock, yeah, di- rock Diehard movie. Several weeks ago. And we did. Jim, yeah, and Jim was so excited. Nev Campbell, we had a whole conversation about her sad her, face. And her cry face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I did I, watch The Craft again recently. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. Do you want to talk about the craft? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. It didn't age well? Uh, okay. Uh, we're not talking about it. Nope. How about Heather's? Did that age well? <laughs> I really want to watch it again. I haven't watched it recently because I'm afraid because I literally will quote every line along with it. And is that enjoyable for anyone? Can I even watch that movie subjectively yeah, but you anymore? Can, you can, no, no. I can't. Like, because... has it aged well? I don't know because it's as old as I feel. Like, that's me aging. Well, you were that gonna... age when that movie came out, too. Oh, man. So. Heather says, drag your ass to the calf pronto. She can't, she can't resist. She can't resist. <laughs> it, it's like it's like uh, call and react. She can you throw her a line. She's throwing it right back at you. I can't help it. I can't. Lick it up. Are we talking about Heather's? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Heather. <laughs> wow. So, apparently, Christian Slater took all his acting lessons from Jack, from Jack, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we know this. That's why in every movie he, tried he to, does... He tries to be Jack Nicholson. Yeah. He flat out admits he's trying to be yeah. his best Jack Nicholson. I don't think Nicholson. he does that anymore, though. <clears throat> he doesn't do that, Mr. Yeah. Robot. No, once he realized it, I think he's once obviously Once he realized, like, oh. hey, why is my career tanking? Oh, people. There's <laughs> okay. already, no, there's already one Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Because no one cared about cuffs. Wow. <laughs> I wanted to like that movie so bad. Yeah, there's Mila Jovovich good, didn't win. I, I, I don't think I've seen that movie in its entirety, but I always remember there's one line in it where he said, he, he wants to send flowers to a girl, and he's like, I want to kiss all your pink parts. I think oh, that, that's one of the lines that he I says in that. I would believe that. I think he did say that because I think that me and Tanya Westerfield were like, oh my God. So, hey, Sander, no, I don't know if I could do Jack. You, Jack you I, I like I'd have to think. I don't about do it. a Jack. Drive by. Uh, well, no, that's no, George no. Bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, or Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I wanna, there? I wanna kiss all your pink parts. I can't Ew, do that. Gross. That's not good. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done. Untamed heart. Like everybody loved Untamed Heart. Uh, I never the saw. boy with the boy with the baboon heart. Girls liked Untamed. Oh Heart. yeah, girls did like that movie. I still hear people go on it. You like that movie, don't you? Untamed Heart. Kelly mm-hmm. loves that movie. Exactly. All right. See of, Bed okay. of Roses too. Yeah, Bed of Roses. Right. I had the soundtrack forever. It was so good. I, isn't? Oh yeah. No, no. Anyway, go on. I loved Gleaming the Cube. Uh, that was the uh, height was of his good. Though. That was his good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what was the Joan of Arc? Now that movie is terrible. If you watch that again, that's a piece of shit. Didn't age oh, well, huh? Oh. He was in a movie called something like Mine Mine Hunters or something. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Yeah. He went oh, through a real God. bad patch, man. I saw that in the theater. <laughs> you didn't. I didn't even know it came out in the theater. Yeah. Oh man, that was a fucking dumpster fire we yeah. saw cuffs at the cross county mall <laughs> we used to go to that mall a lot and, and that's see a steaming movies. fart box too isn't it and no they what that mall the, the they movie. tore that shit down and built another steaming pile of shit on top of it <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so watch deadpool 2 this week for the first time no oh i went to see it with you guys <laughs> oh yeah holy shit <laughs> i'm gonna have another sip of my drink that's that's my stupid voice. That is my dumb girl voice. <laughs> but it's sticking in my butt. It, oh. That was a dumb girl. Oh, sticking okay. in my butt. And Deadpool too. It seems fitting. It's crude, crude, crass. Yeah. It's so good though. It's so good. Yeah. But like, it got me thinking. And and like, I mean, it's really good. Like Tell watching me, it the second time. What are you doing? Do you, you got re- me thinking. Oh. Is that how you do it? Like yeah, I'm you, rubbing your, my with chin. With your pretend beard? Yeah, with my pretend beard. I'm oh, rubbing boy. my pretend beard. It got me oh, thinking. Oh, and Merce rubbing his real beard. You're kind of looking like Rick Rubin to me right now with more hair. Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I got it. I don't know who Rick Rubin is. Rick Rubin is. is like the great producer of many Red Hot Chili Peppers records, um, Glenn Danzig, huh. the Beastie Danny Boys first Powell. record. Well, he's a producer, which means that you rarely see them. So I wouldn't you know see, what he looks like. Him. What? And so, he was in Crush Group. Rick Ross? So Deadpool 2. Yeah, sorry. Just Jesus sorry. Christ. Sorry. Shut up. Get back on track. Okay, sorry. Sorry. It's kind of hurtful. No, it, it's his fault. No, right it's here. Fault. Okay, here's what Here's what I'm nervous about. Because you like the movie, yes? I feel like it's in a contest to be better than the first almost. Some, I, I think agree. I could vacillate between the two. I think it's yeah, that, far better than the first one. And the first one's still awesome. And I too, loved yes? the first one. Okay, I loved okay. two. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of think the same. Uh, I agree. But here's what I'm gonna say: When the first one came out, they immediately greenlit the sequel, and I'm scared now because this Disney Fox merger thing that's happening. Do you think that's gonna go through? You, you if you want my opinion, mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't. That's what I mean. Like I think that if any kind of oversight getting... is involved, they would understand that that is just shrinking the marketplace. Like oh, I it's don't monopolizing. Know. It. Oh right. And the last time something like this just happened with another media group trying to buy a compete like a an, another media group. It didn't go through because it would be make it like the most giant conglomerate owner of media companies. And it was hit or miss. Like people thought that was going to happen. So I feel the same about what you just said, the Disney Fox thing. If that happens, it's Disney's just gobbled up everything, right? Mm-hmm. Disney's just and gobbled up every media thing that you ever want to watch. Yeah. 
And I have and I, the thing or listen the, to the thing to me is especially <clears throat> and I, I've said this to people before, so sorry if you heard me say this, but I think the X Men work better cinematically with just them having with mutants having superpowers. If you totally dilute what that franchise represents by merging them as as much of a hard on as everybody would get to have Wolverine, Spider Man, and Captain America together, you take away. The mutant uh, specialness, like the and the and the sort of like the racial ramification. Well, I feel like, like it's the world. Mutants. I feel like it's the world. You've created this world, and their thing is that it it's it's about the race issue. We're yes. viewing their stories through their minority, their sense of mi- minority. Yeah. Where if you bring in like kind, which is superheroes, aliens, like it, specials, it just dilutes it. Right, they're no longer. It changes the narrative. It changes the storyline, and that is that would make me sad. Well, what what I'm what I'm scared about is like Deadpool three or X Force or whatever's supposed to be next. There's no word about it because they're waiting for this thing to go through, and they might water it down. And I hope Uh, Ryan Reynolds tells them to fuck themselves because Disney. Well, the Disney the, the Disney streaming service. It's already said that they're not going to have any R-rated movies on there. So yeah. But are they going to allow other streaming services then to like? I don't know how that's going to work. To, are they going to sell the rights to Netflix and let them play their R-rated movies? I don't know. But like, if they because that's ridiculous, that, you can't hold those fucking hostage. I, exactly. Exactly. I'm just worried. I want. I, I want agree. a third one. You made two excellent movies. I want a third one. Suck a cock. No, I, don't I, understand. I, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't understand why the need for corporations to have to own everything. Like, that's their only Shareholders. Need. Yeah, but bigger and bigger and bigger and just consume, get everything, everything, everything. Why? Can't just be satisfied with what you have and build on that. Why have to? Why have to reach out and like, 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 like fucking profits? Everything's about. They're profits. like Galactus. They, they have to anything. absorb every planet. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, you can still make profits. Be original. Stop trying to steal everyone else's ideas. Power. Be original. Power. It is. It's it's a megalomaniacal way of thinking. It's really fucked up. Yeah. I it's sad and I, I hope that it doesn't happen. I agree with you. I, completely. I just do. I, I want the X Men to have their own thing. I want Marvel to have their own thing. You don't need everybody not everybody needs to be on the fucking playground. Mm mm. It's true. That's what I'm saying. No, that's so true. Did it work in the comics though? In theory, it doesn't work in the comics. Because it's like, oh, the X- I mean, the X-Men in their own thing, like in their own comics, it's like, okay, yeah, they're discriminated against. But it's like, why don't they do a whole storyline where they think every superhero is a mutant and they hate all of them? That would, that would actually create a new, uh, like a, an interesting dynamic. A new idea. Like now there's Spider-Man, a new idea. Spider-Man's a mutant. <clears throat> Captain America's a mutant. Um, well, they touched on that with uh, DC, with Superman, Batman versus Superman, that whole thing, because he's an alien. Kind of, Right, and the, the issue of what we have this alien, illegal alien planet. stronger. Martha. And, yeah. Martha. <laughs> What are you saying about Martha? What are you saying about Martha? Oh, wait a Why minute. Why you say her name? Wait a minute, Bats. I thought you were a detective. Is that not... Uh, no? Okay, yeah. She's my mom. Good job. All right. Um, <laughs> Why you say Martha? Let's keep it on track, boys. Keep it uh, on the track. The baby Nick. The baby Nick. No. We did not touch on half the stuff I even <laughs> wanted to touch on this week. And we have a segment that we have to... A new segment that needs introduction, which we'll get to in a second. Um, since... <clears throat> Let's take a second. I do want to bring up one more thing since we're talking about this, comics, what have you. Uh, First of all, let me add that I feel like every time they put more characters in a series that's already established, it's like putting 
way too many spices in your soup or your chili. You you can't focus on one because they're all clamoring for attention. It's it's to me the cooking analogy, right? If you can do something simple really well, you don't need to muddy the waters with all the other stuff. Yes. Right? So just keep it simple, stupid, right? Kiss all the way. That's why Deadpool works so well. Yeah. Well, so HBO's producing a full Watchmen series. Yes, they are. Right. Jeremy Irons, Don Johnson, a bunch of other friggin' people. Oh, yeah. What do you think about that? How's that going to work? Don Johnson? I know. Jeremy Irons? Is he going to play Sonny Crockett? No. (laughs) Can he please be Dr. Manhattan? No, he's not going to be Dr. Manhattan. Of course not. He would probably be... um, Oh. Isn't he a little too old for that? Like, just slightly too old? I don't, I don't know. know. Don Johnson don't would be know. a good comedian. I actually take that back. He'd yeah. be a good comedian. Uh, yeah, I like Don And how are they going to make a series out of it? They just give them stories to, like, an existence, well, even a world to exist in, and then write storylines the, for there's them? There's before Watchmen series <clears throat> that came out not that many years ago. Oh. That, where they kind of expanded upon that universe. And now I think they're actually merging those characters into the DC universe. Huh. So, like, Dr. Manhattan created... Okay. What's the new DC universe at this point? Okay. I don't care. The Watchmen series was amazing. So, like, everyone's like, oh, you're shitting on it. You're not shitting on it. The, the, oh, I never thought shitting on it, but... series exists, and I don't care what anybody says. I think that movie is excellent. I do, It's too. a miracle they pulled that I off know. on screen. Well, I feel like this, like, somebody greenlighting a, a Watchmen series only opens the doors for there to be, like, a transmet eventually. Oh, man. If oh, they, man. I feel like if we could bring... Explain what Transmetropolitan is. Okay, Transmetropolitan is a limited series. No, uh, it was a, it was, I mean, it was a series that ran for, I, I think, about 60 or 70 issues. Okay. Um, in but the, it had a beginning, middle, and end. Right, in the 90s. And the characters, it was just irreverent. And it's future. It's Dark. dystopic future. Yeah. Journalism. He's a journalist in, the, in a dystopic it's future. It's very... It's it's a lot of satire too. It's yeah, about especially about it's kind of about the Bush administration at the time. Yeah, too. that's true. But I feel like it transcends. Like it's like Shakespeare when you write about politics or love or war. It's something that everyone, <clears throat> excuse me, across all cultures can understand. Yeah. So that's what that is to me. So that's our hashtag transmetropolitan because that's oh, our hashtag. comic. Ha- that's a hard ass hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Um, Transmetropolitan, if anybody wants something really fun and really interesting and really cool, the artwork's fucking great. Artwork's great. Read Transmetropolitan. Spider Jerusalem will change your life. You'll be offended. It'll be fantastic. And he's sort of based on... um... Thank you. Hunter Hunter S. S. Thompson, yeah. Um, I apologize for my horse voice today, folks. We're both horse. I had a we had an improv show last night and we had no microphones in a large room so I hosted and my voice is a little shot. I apologize. It was a smoky bar. Uh, I wanted to throw another thing out real quick. I, I talked to you about it on the way here. Uh, just because we're on the pop culture kind of train, did you hear that? I think Joe McHale's show got canceled. Yeah, it did get canceled. Yeah, and they canceled that other annoying comedian. Well, with, oh, with her, her voice. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's She's awesome. terrible. No. What's I feel her name? Michelle Wolf. Michelle Wolf. Sorry, oh. Michelle. I feel no, like fuck you. she bombed at the um, White House press thing because her voice is annoying. Not because her jokes were offensive or they didn't land, but because they want to stab her in the eyeball with that fucking voice. But <clears throat> who am I to she's talk? One of those weird, <laughs> she's one of those weird people that can never make eye contact when she's telling her jokes. Oh, they God. She her. was hard to watch. She yeah, was re- really I tried was. to watch her show. I like Joel McHale. He wasn't as funny as when he was on television, and you think, But the show was still developing itself. Like, you know, it's hard to, to regroup like that. You know, I feel like if they had just given it a little bit more of a shot. 
Yeah, I, I, I like the show because he was able to <clears throat> cuss and do all the things yeah. that he wanted to. Right. Like, he should have just stuck to the suit, man. Yeah. Like your little routines, like the ones with with uh, Pizza Ghost. I yeah. love Pizza Ghost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's move on, shall we, Captain? Are you ready? The, today we're gonna have our our segment capsplaining. What that means <clears throat> is, Kelly, Jim's lovely bride, is going to ask the captain a question she's curious about she might want to know how something works in this universe and she's going to get the answer from the captain so kelly please have the cap have the cap explain something to you (laughs) okay here's my question wally oh shit why are jolly ranchers called jolly ranchers oh i like that i already like this segment a lot (laughs) i mean our Ranchers Jolly? <laughs> and there's no cows or anything on the package. No. <laughs> it's just a candy that makes your teeth stick together. Oh, God, I love them, though. So, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, Jolly Ranchers <laughs> were actually invented by the military. They were trying to invent a new type of, uh, of bomb or sticky grenade or something that would immobilize the enemy. I kind of want you to tell the story with a southern accent. <laughs> I kind of felt like that too when I started. I was gonna. You should con- continue, should General. I? You're right now. You're the general. A lot of people don't know this, but uh, the Jolly Ranchers were actually invented by the military. They were trying to invent some kind of sticky bomb or hand grenade that would immobilize the enemy. And what had happened was, when they were inventing this bomb. Uh, there was a mix-up in the formula, and one of the uh, associates who was uh, who was in the lab uh, got some stuck on his tongue, and it tasted pretty good because they were using sugar and all sorts of you know molasses and types of things like that. So it, it was pretty good. He went to his superior officer and he said, "You know, I I think that we're onto something here, but I think that we could actually use this not as a sticky bomb, but we could put it in." the packs for the soldiers for their meals so they could have their rations and they could have like a little dessert or something like that because it's got sugar in it yeah, you know help them move through the day now what what happened <laughs> well, these guys were army rangers they were they were the army rangers say like, did you say army ranchers uh, army range army <laughs> rangers but they became the army rangers so they were the army rangers and what had happened was is that this guy they loved the idea. They said, this is a great idea. Let's do this. Now, they called the press. They was like, we're going to send out a press release, and we're going to do this the right way. We were like, this is a wonderful idea. It's good for us. It makes us look like we care about the troops, which we do. So The Army cares about the troops? They do. So they, they, called, they called the press conference, and uh, the problem was is that on the initial phone call, uh, that was made to the press, uh, one of one of the uh, press organizations. Um, the general actually had some jolly rancher stuff in his teeth, and it was stuck, and it gave him like a speech impediment. So he would tell them that he was from the Rangers, but all they heard was rancher, and uh, they were going to call it like the, they were going to call it jolly goo. So. But somewhere along the line, everything got mixed up, and Jolly Goo became Jolly Rancher because it was from the Rangers, but he had the shit stuck on his teeth, and he couldn't get it off. And it sounded like he was saying Jolly Rangers, and it, it just came out like that, and then it stuck. It ran in the papers. It was literally. all over the country, and it literally and figuratively stuck. Oh, my God. 
and uh, and that's and that's today. Now we have Jolly Ranchers as candy. Now one of the, uh, obviously one of these little okay. laboratories. Yeah, yeah, you're done. <laughs> Good yeah. job. That was Good fantastic. job, Captain. Right. Good job. That was super. hashtag Jolly Rangers. <laughs> Dude, that was so fucking good. Hashtag capsplaining. <laughs> I have tears for that. I have to keep this action <laughs> up for the rest like, of the show. Like, uh, no, let's just verify don't. that this was not planned yeah. at all. Not at all. And the southern accent just took it to a whole That was world. Wally's brilliant improvisational skills at work right there. I'd like to say last night was a warm-up. <laughs> do- we were doing a mic check. We're trying to get the mics to work last night, and I'm doing this mic check. And I'm sitting on stage. I'm the only guy on stage, and like they're they're trying to screw with the mics to get them to work, and like just keep talking. So, I mean, you know, after you do testing one, two, three, four, five a couple thousand times, you just start. So I just start going off, and I'm oh my god, I kept looking over at yourself, but I kept looking over at the booth. I'm like, are they listening or they care? And I swear to God, they were distracted, and I, I was I just rambling idiot just up there on stage talking to myself. I'm like, you should tell the Jolly Ranger story to everybody from <laughs> now on. Oh, my God. All right. Shall we move into questions? Sure. Let's move into questions. Um, you are drinking a uh, troublemaker. Troublemaker. Why? Okay. Why? <laughs> because I want to know what, what was the thing with you as a kid that you got in the biggest trouble for? Um, at home or at school? You can use, if you have two stories or, or one, you can obviously, use either one, whatever the better one is. Obviously, I got in trouble for talking all the time at school. Well, that hasn't changed. No. Um, I had a teacher. <laughs> I had a teacher. I went to a small private school, and so there was only, you know, less than 20 kids in a class. And the, the teachers were also the sports coaches. So our history teacher was one of the guy's sports coaches. He was fun. But I talked through, I was a really good student. I got good grades, but I talked constantly. And I was turned around at my desk one day, literally like back of my head facing him, talking to the person behind me, and he threw an eraser at me, like pitched the eraser right at my head. <laughs> Did it explode on your head with a cloud of dust? A big cloud of dust. <laughs> I don't think that it made it that far. I don't think he was really trying to hit me. Maybe he was, but it didn't. I think he knew better. Uh, and after that, he he moved my desk directly in front of his desk. I always ended up at the front of the class. Always. They always, like, if there was no assigned seats, like, oh, we're going to start the year out. You guys can handle yourselves. No assigned seats. And then. It's like, I'll take the back because I'm bad. And then you just get bad. And then by the end, you're in front of their chair. <laughs> so I, um. He might have thrown a pen at me also after I was moved up to his desk. Getting a lot of things thrown at you, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, when I was doing a show with Kevin Crawford as the director. Kevin a- or Daniel Gordon. It might have been either one of them. They threw a hatchet at you? Gummy bears and also scissors. Scissors? Well, that's a stabbing <laughs> I, weapon. I know. Scissors was, I think, Daniel. And I think it was a long night. It was when they locked us in the theater that night. We were doing some, like, method shit. <laughs> and so I was so method that I you said you were doing meth. No, I would have called it crystal they were put, meth. They were putting meth in the method. Out <clears throat> um. So that's obviously. I don't think any of our listeners are surprised to find out that I was constantly in trouble for talking. What about at home? Uh, like, did you ever do anything where you fucked up and you got grounded for like two weeks or two? I months never got grounded. Really? My sister. No. Okay. So. 
Uh, my mom passed away when I was 15. I have an older sister, uh, 12 years older than me, so she sort of became my mother figure. <laughs> oh, I love you, Lynn. Um, <clears throat> and so she caught me sneaking out. No, I had snuck out with Tanya Westerfield and Michelle Shaw. And we were 14, 15, maybe. We went out with a bunch of kids, I don't remember, in a Jeep to some woodlands that aren't there anymore and drank Budweiser from a keg in the woods, in the swamp. And I got so drunk on Budweiser that I was puking out the back of the Jeep. And we stopped for gas. I ended up at Michelle's house in the bathtub because he didn't want me to puke on anything anymore. That's, I was so hungover. That's highfalutin that, right there. I was so hungover that Sunday my sister came to get me from Michelle's house. And she's like, what's wrong with you? What did you do? What have you been drinking? I'm like, yeah, Budweiser keg party. She's like, I'm going to give you a little hint right now. For some reason, the Parkers can't drink Budweiser. So you've learned your lesson <laughs> early. <laughs> you've just learned a very valuable lesson for the rest of your life. Budweiser's always going to make you feel like this. But <laughs> I let, can vouch for that because I sim- have similar issues yeah. with the drink. I, and she's funny. She said, why do you think dad always drank Miller Lite? For real? <laughs> for real. And so I asked my dad when I grew up, like as an adult, I'm like, hey, dad, can you drink? Like, do you like why did you quit drinking? First of all, and why Miller Lite? And he said the same thing. He's like, I just couldn't drink Budweiser. It made me not feel good. Hmm. And uh, it carried through. I tried as an adult to drink it. I couldn't like Yingling. I can't drink the Yingling. I just don't. It doesn't make me feel nice. Um, so my sister let me stay home from school that Monday, still recuperating, but I had to write her this essay about like what was wrong. I know she was so trying hard to be like a good mom figure. And she told me I couldn't go out or couldn't see my, she did kind of sort of quote unquote ground me for that. Um, Well, good for her for doing that. Yeah, right? Exactly. She did try. She tried. It was a rough situation. Who wants to be 27 years old and and control your 15-year-old hellion sister? I wouldn't. Fuck you, hellion. Get the fuck out of my face. My poor sister. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So, Uh, all right. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Does that satisfy your question? Sure, absolutely. Beautiful. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to that troublemaker. Tru- you are I a troublemaker. I am a troublemaker. I continue- this hasn't stopped, by the way. I've continued to sneak out of my house since then. And she caught me on numerous further occasions. Before she started joining you. Well, then she took pictures of us. Like, I came home one night, and there's a picture of like me and a couple of friends passed out in my giant king-size waterbed. I've got the Gatorade oh, bottle still in my hand. And my friends had taken off my pants because I'd puked in my lap in uh, some kid's car. <laughs> they dumped me out on the side of the road oh in this, God. like, really like, posh like neighborhood. Like a really posh neighborhood. And they went and, like, took the other friend home because he's like, you're not puking in my car again. Again, I don't know these kids. I don't know who Usually, we ended up with. It was amazing you're alive. And it's it's like, a, Tanya Westerfield is why I'm alive. She was my guardian angel. So you were basically God. like Elizabeth Shue in Back to the Future. You're just on someone's lawn. Yeah. Until they can come back and get you. <laughs> no, it was like a swale. I was on like the entrance to like a really nice neighborhood where they have the sidewalk and the trees. Even funnier. Lined. I they they dumped me and the sprinklers had either been on or came oh. on. You were like a mob murderer, oh except God. you weren't dead. <laughs> they did come back and get me, which is saying something. They could have left my wet. fucking nasty ass <laughs> there. Then you had sprinkler water. All yeah, over it's non potable water. It was better than poop puke. water. <laughs> it was it puke and poop water? <laughs> we go sneaking back into my house that night, and I said to Tanya, "Shh." I can hear my footprints. Wow. Like literally. That's yeah. I underage drinking. Hooray. 
I, re- I remember you having a party at your dad's house Ooh. and you were shit faced. Yeah. And you were laying- same childhood bedroom, yeah, y'all. Yeah. But now I'm legally drinking age at this point. And just a couple years though. But <laughs> you were you were laying on the floor with a with a garbage with a wicker with a wicker garbage can mm-hmm. that you had thrown into thrown up into. And I was trying to pick you up and you're like, No, no. Earth's moving too fast. It's too fast. Cold floor. Mm. Cold floor. Yeah, I was laying did I Anyway, and I was, that was like, right, good night. I thought there was a plastic liner <clears throat> in that wicker garbage can. No, there was not. No, nope. that was disgusting. No, yeah. was, there was puke the, juice on the carpet. Now, now it's just now it's just a strainer. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> it's true. It's true. He knew I was really fucked up and drunk when he came in the next morning. And Gypsy, the Dalmatian, was asleep with me because I did not like that dog sleeping with me. I'm allergic to dogs, and he. That's what he said to me. He's like, "You're okay. You okay? The dog's sleeping with you." <laughs> <laughs> that uh, dog was a troublemaker too yeah, you, you, for th- real. that makes sense alright so let's move it on to Jim what are you drinking colonial cocktail the colonial cocktail the colonial <clears throat> my question for you Jim is are you afraid to travel overseas why haven't you gone international yet I mean beyond financial reasons because we can plan a real good cheap trip to Europe so what's the deal why won't you go uh, overseas? It's mostly, mostly financial, but like I, I kind of wish we had gotten on the thing with you guys with the whole France thing because that was, I thought that was really like amazing and you for know, a little bit of history, Wally and I and several of our friends got cheap tickets, like four hundred and fifty dollar tickets round trip to Europe in March. So we landed in Lisbon, spent the day, went to Paris for several days, and then came home, and it was as much as a trip to. New Jersey. Yeah, as anywhere else in the domestic. It's a domestic trip. So I just don't understand. No, I'm not. I feel like you're afraid. No, I'm not. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I feel like your germophobia prevents Uh, you. That's literally what I think. I think your germs keep you from actually staying on a plane for eight hours. Oh, man. Well, um, yeah. I just grossed him out. I think it's more the idea of having to be on a plane for so long. They make drugs that for that now, like, Ambien. Yeah, but I don't, I don't like, I don't want to take that shit. And well, here's the, here's the thing: when Kelly and I were going to go on our honeymoon, they were blowing planes out of the sky. Like it felt like all the time at that at the time that we were going to do that, and we were just sort of like money and. This but then she has her on. friend that married Cheeto in Italy, and like you have a reason to go to Italy. You know people there, right? Like I feel like when you know someone. Anywhere isn't Cheeto. Cheeto. His name is Cheeto. Yeah, Cheeto. Yeah, Cheeto. Yeah, Cheeto. That's what I'm saying. I'm ro- You're saying Cheeto. How did you say Guantanamo again? <laughs> Guantanamo. <laughs> Viet Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Yeah, Guantanamo. I like I, Pasquetti. No Pasquetti, but it is Pacific. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh. Uh, um. So. Oh though, yeah. I mean, th- okay. So yeah, there's the germ thing. I can put that aside if I bring like. A small pack of I do I carry of, when I first sit down in my chair on a plane you wipe it down oh my god do I wipe it down but I with um wipes I usually yeah. bring like a Lysol wipes or sanitizers. whatever I usually bring yeah. Lysol wipes with me I have a pack of Lysol wipes and a pack of wet wipes for my hands so I wipe down all the stuff with the Lysol wipe and then if I need to wipe my hands Mm-hmm. They make little flat yeah. travel packs. They make little flat travel packs. I always listen. Travel with I do. Them. I do want to travel financially. If we're a little more secure, yes, but. It doesn't help that it's like getting on 
a flying germ tube for six to eight hours. I think so. that you would benefit. This is one of those things where I get, so Jim also has a fear of drugs, like over the counter aspirin. His doctor gives him some painkillers. He won't take them because he's afraid that he's whatever. I don't know. Oh, going to immediately become a drug addict. Uh, this, is, this, this would go on forever if I had to explain this, which I'm not going <laughs> to right now because I'm talking to an asshole. Anyway, he's got a fear of medication, which medication, when used properly, is beneficial. That's why they make it. And you hear these horror stories of being abused doesn't mean it's going to happen to you. You break an Ambien in half, you take half of it. You break a diazepam in half, you take half of it. You get a prescription to get you on the plane overseas and back again. They'll give you two pills. You don't need a whole bottle, and you don't abuse it. You take and before you go, you take a quarter of it. See how it makes you feel. Go, okay, I've slept eight hours. I only need to take a quarter of it if I go. You know what I mean? There's Jim, no excuse. Jim, I'm curious to hear your answer. To, oh, because I haven't I, – I mostly gave it, but – Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Man. Hairy eyeball. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he answered the fucking question. <laughs> I was expanding <laughs> on it. Please continue, uh, Jim. uh, Like I said, I gave gave most of the answers, so it's just, it's, 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 like, the germ thing is kind of like, sure, like, if I don't have to go on a plane, that's cool, but yes, if I was going to go to France or I was going to go to Italy or whatever, I'm down with that. If I got the money, sure. All right. Well, good. So start saving your pennies because let's go to Europe. Just a, I didn't I didn't feel that the uh, the plane ride over when we went to how long Solis- was the trip? It wasn't that bad. It was, it was like it was, six it was, hours. It was only six. It hours. was like six to seven on the way over. Mm-hmm. Six and a half. But the way back we hit some headwinds and it was all, all the way back is always longer. The way back was, was like always, nine hours yeah. and it was that that was brutal. But was we had it? some massive headwinds. Yeah. Because I feel like um it's the only pilot like, even said that we had some. Oh, because was it eight hours then to Lisbon? I don't think so. No. I think it was like six and a half hours to yeah, Lisbon, it wasn't and then two hours maybe and a half from to Lisbon Paris. to Paris. Yeah. So it it broke the. I trip feel like off it took too. us six hours to get to California. It does. Yeah. It takes six hours yeah. to get to California. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, don't say that I'm afraid to travel when I went. Th- I took a but trip that almost yet as go- long. I, that's why I'm asking exactly because you'll take trips domestically that far. So why the fuck won't you go overseas? I don't could just cuz we I feel like you're yet. afraid of Europeans. No. <laughs> oh my god. Now you're okay, just Okay, I am being an asshole. We're job. wrapping it up. We're wrapping yeah. it up. Uh yeah. let me Shut it. we're going to we're going to put something in my mouth real quick. <laughs> Please. I've, I've opened the the dill pickle pouch and I'm pulling it out. Can you hear me pulling it out? I'm pulling uh, out. I'm pulling out the pickle pouch. Hashtag that's what she Pickle said. pouch. Hashtag <laughs> pickle pouch. Oh god. Oh god, it's slipping. Oh god. Hold on. Is that another term for a vagina? Hold on. Slipping? No. Pickle pouch. Oh, I like that. We should call the vagina a pickle pouch. Yeah. Who wants that one? I'm sticking it in my mouth, but all the way in. You ready? (laughs) Now try to say, say, say Houston, we have a problem. Houston, we have a problem. (laughs) Okay. It's dripping down my chin. (laughs) Oh my God. Where is this going? Uh, Okay. I'm taking a bite. Uh, mm, Snap into a pickle juice. Slim Jim. Ew, it's not very good. <laughs> What'd you think? You bought a, you bought a, you bought a dinosaur dildo with soaking in pickle juice. It's yellow. Have you ever seen a yellow pickle? <laughs> oh my god! God damn, that is terrible. Oh, I love. We dill need pickles. to do this every single time. I love a dill pickle, and that is gross. Uh, put it back in the pickle pouch. <laughs> oh, it stinks. It stinks. Yeah, it smells like feet. Yeah, it's like rotten oh, vinegar. How can vinegar be so bad? Oh, you just douche the whole house. <laughs> 
clear it out. See you later, fuckers. Ah, see you later, dickhead. Goodbye. Goodbye. Battery, sorry. Oh, should we Facebook Live or? No. Okay. No, no, no. We are not fucking. Hi. We are barely taking pictures. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did you say something? I said, hey. <laughs> you would hate our improv shows. Probably. I'm... I get so embarrassed. Like, just, I'd watch it like that. I told those millennial kids last night that were like, you can't, yeah, we don't, some, one of those kids said, we don't respond well to a- angry, fuck you. So, right, like, we don't respond <laughs> to being yelled at, and I'm talking, and I was oh, like, oh, are you triggered? Do you need to say for I did, I go, oh, I'm sorry, for the sensitive millennials, if you wouldn't mind, please use your inside shut the fuck up voice. <laughs> it was funny. That was good. Those little bitches. Anyway, go on. God damn, that's gross. <laughs> Gotta get rid of that shit.